pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Good morning, Grinders. I'm back with the Weekend Grind. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the uh, 10-game uh, MLB slate on DraftKings. I will, uh, I'll focus more on the DraftKings uh, side, but also give some FanDuel stuff as well as we go through and break down the slate a little bit. Uh, DraftKings made a little bit of a better slate, I think, because they added the... Uh, the first two games in, so that helps out make things uh, a little more interesting. Adding another pitcher like a U Darvish on the slate, uh, but yeah, let's uh, you know let's go through it. Um, so first thing first, uh, Steven Strasburg. I think he's the overall number one uh, pitcher on the slate. He's the chalk. Uh, I think he's the guy that everyone's going to uh, go to. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious you know how we love attacking san diego everyone attacks san diego um all season long it's been one of those things to do they strike out a ton and i think you know this is the uh the top option on the slate we then have uh zach granke after that um i think he's the guy that everyone's gonna basically say like oh you know because he's been really good this year this could be my sneaky pivot off of Strasburg in tournaments and i think that's gonna be kind of the way people approach zach granke uh he has looked a lot better uh this season pitching so much better and i think like you know it's one of those things that like not everyone bought into and now like it's kind of official most of the people who play dfs uh almost every day are like finally bought in completely that he's back to his old self um but i think greg he's a guy that is more so going to be a tournament option for me because i'm looking at strasburg as my number one uh just to go back to strasburg a little bit he uh he, like one thing I thought that was interesting about that last start he had uh, against the Braves, I mean, he was amazing. You know, you know 11K, 7.2 innings, 35.7 DraftKings points. But uh, the like things I saw on Twitter from like tons of people were just like how amazing he looked. Uh, so, yeah, uh, like I said, I think despite how you know people are kind of have bought in with Granky now uh, I mean just Strasburg's in, in just a better spot and you know it's a better pitcher's park Milwaukee's you know one of the better hitters parks uh so yeah I just think Granky's gonna be the tournament guy that people pivot off of Strasburg and Strasburg's gonna be the clear cash guy I don't think I don't know you could probably pair both together if you wanted but your bats are gonna be a little slim so it just depends on your roster construction then we have for 300 or less is you Darvish which is really interesting uh Going to the uh, Roto-Grinders uh, lineups page I'm looking at, which is interesting right now, we have uh, the Rangers are favorites by a little bit against the Blue Jays, but they have less team total, uh, run total, they're at 4.19 runs, the uh, the Rangers, and the Blue Jays are at uh, 4.31, so, but either way, I don't really like seeing... Uh, seeing that that high of a total with um you know the blue jays but like the blue jays they they got their new lineup back i guess not their new lineup but their expected lineup they got josh donaldson back they got troy tulitsky back uh it's just more of a loaded lineup now i mean uh their projected lineup is pilar donaldson batista morales smoke russell martin troy tulitsky devin travis and Ezekiel career i mean that's just such a better lineup but i think darvish is a guy i'm just gonna end up staying away from on this slate uh i i get if you want to go there um 
because I don't think he's going to be owned at all. I mean, I don't, I don't know about owned at all, but I think he's going to be very, you know, very under owned for you, Darvish. Uh, and if you think it's a good tournament play to do that, go ahead. But I mean, he can easily have one of those games where he's tons of strikeouts. Just doesn't seem like something I'll end up doing um, on the slate. He's only available on DraftKings. Keep that in mind. So uh, if you, you know, if you want to stay away from the situation completely, you can go play FanDuel. Um, but adding Darvish on there, you know, in in the price tier with Granky and Strasburg, I think he's going to go even more under run than Granky because uh, I think people will definitely be worried about the Blue Jays lineup now that it's, uh, they've been hitting the ball lately. Uh, the run total for Vegas, people will look at that and be worried. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, Darvish is and he's a top pitcher in this league, and he's a guy who can have K upside against almost any matchup, and we wouldn't be surprised. So, uh, yeah, Darvish is a guy that uh, is a good tournament option, in my opinion. Um, next is uh, Danny Salazar, who, you know, he's – only you know he's ten thousand two hundred and you know it feels kind of expensive for Salazar, but he's been having some really good games this year. I mean, other than the uh, the minus point two blow up, which is what happens with Danny Salazar, he will have blow up games. I mean, he's had fourteen point five fantasy points on DraftKings in every single game. I mean, he's been really good, and he gets the matchup that we all love, uh, Kansas City. Kansas City's been not, not so good this year and striking out a ton so uh salazar is a guy that i think uh you know is a good option to pair with strasburg if you can uh in your cash games that'll probably be the route that i would like to go but again uh if you do that on DraftKings, that's thirty four hundred dollars for each position three thousand four hundred sixty two and uh just depends if you can make it work you know it depends on you know the place that we have uh, at each position but i think that's like if you could do that I, i'd be happy with if i can make a construction with that i'd be pretty happy having those two pitchers uh, because once we get below Salazar, there's not a ton I love. That's the problem. Um, we have some that are interesting, uh, but not a ton that I'm like you know in love with. Uh, we got Marco Estrada against Texas. I think that's going to be a pass for me. Uh, he's looked he's looked a lot better this year, uh, flyball pitcher. But I'm not paying 9,500 for him. I'll just find 700 more dollars for Danny Salazar. It's plain and simple. Uh, 9,500 is just a price I don't want to pay for Marco Estrada. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to pass on that. Uh, Jarrell Cotton against the Yankees. Uh, yeah, he's a guy, too. I, 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 you know, you can play him at times. I think he's, you know, he's back from injury. Like, I just don't want to touch a pitcher normally back from injury. It's something I don't really do. I, like, kind of take the wait-and-see approach unless the matchup is too good or it's, like, a really good one I'm interested in. But uh, Or if like, there's, like, a mispricing, something like that. But uh, Cotton for 8200 in Yankee Stadium, which is a uh, ballpark downgrade for him. I just don't think it's a spot I'll go to. Uh, I do like Jake Odorizzi in tournaments. I think he's going to be a really interesting tournament guy to play against the Minnesota Twins. Uh, I mean, the, that ballpark in Minnesota is uh, geared towards righties. It's it's better for right-handed uh, power. And uh, Jake Odorizzi is a reverse splits guy, and he does a lot better than righties. And if you look at the Twins lineup, the things that we're worried about are Brian Dozier and Miguel Sano, right? Those are the two guys that really worry us a lot um, for power. Um, I, Max Kepler is a guy I'm a little worried about with power. He's like the one lefty I look at, and I'm like, ugh. I'm a little worried about him, but, uh, you know, other than that, the Joe Maurer doesn't scare me. Uh, you know, Eddie Rosario doesn't scare me. Jason Castro, he has a little, some home run pop, but it's Jason Castro. Um, so yeah, I, I think Jake Odorizzi is a really interesting tournament option for 7,600. Uh, he's just, it's just going to be a, it's an, it's a, it's an interesting spot. Very different, you know, to have a reverse splits type of guy. Uh, and their two best hitters, uh, Dozier and Sano are righties. And, 
uh, the one thing that's interesting about that Parker they said is the right-handed power is what's what's best for it. So if he can just contain those Rays, which I think he'll be able to, um, you know, I, I think I think it's a good spot for him uh, on this slate. So I, you know, on a slate that I don't love a lot of cheap pitching, uh, I think Jake Odorizzi is a guy I'll look to in tournaments uh, for sure. CC Sabathia, there's no way I'm playing him. Uh, you know the A's, man, they're they're good against left-handed pitching, uh, so they're gonna put those lefty mashers in there. And CC, I think, is in for a rude awakening tomorrow when he wakes up. I don't think it's gonna be a good spot for him. Uh, so yeah, CC is a hard pass for me. Uh, JC Ramirez is another guy I like uh, for the cheap pitchers. Uh, he gets a matchup against Miami, and Miami has not been too good this year. It's going to be in a, uh, you know, it'll be in Miami. I'm sure the roof will be closed. So with the roof being closed, you know, that's going to help pitchers a ton. Uh, and J.C. Ramirez, has been, he's just been really good this year. And 7100 I still don't think it's a price tag where I'm, like, not too worried about paying. Uh, if it was, like, 8 I'd start to be like, hey, I don't want to pay for an 8 J.C. Ramirez. But, um, yeah, for 7100 on this slate, I'm definitely going to have interest in that. And then, uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys down here that I'm just not a huge fan of. Uh, <clears throat> we get uh, Derek Holland, uh, Jason Vargas. Those guys are just two guys that I think are going to get shelled on this slate. So no interest in them. I have a little interest in uh, Jared Eichhoff against uh, the Reds, but I don't think it's the best matchup. But a 6400 price tag, uh, you know, I don't think it's a terrible plan. I'll have a little interest in that. Um, Rob Whalen uh, for Seattle against Boston. No, nope, not going to play him. Brian Johnson. I I, I know people talked about uh, a lot today on some of the Grinders live shows about how Seattle's been really uh, you know Seattle's been really poor against left-handed pitching this year. But um, Nelson Cruz is probably going to go yard here uh, against Brian Johnson. You know the the lefty righty spot. Um, you know for Nelson Cruz, you're going to love that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just don't think it, Brian Johnson is the guy I'm going to look at on this slate. Uh, Clayton Richard uh, against Washington. Just no no, no chance of attacking Washington, uh, especially against a guy like Strasburg. The win's probably not going to be there. Um, then we got Bronson Arroyo, Vance Worley. Like, there's just not a lot of guys that I like. The one thing that's interesting on DraftKings, though, and I don't think it's a terrible option just because he's totally mispriced, like should not be this price as Chase Anderson. Um, I don't understand why Chase Anderson is 4,700. So, um, and I get it. Like Arizona is hitting the ball really well. I'm definitely worried about a hot Jake Lamb and, you know, David Peralta who can hit lefties well and Paul Goldschmidt who's just crushing the ball. Like Arizona has um, a good lineup of hitters, but like Chase Anderson should not be $4,700, so, um, you know, he's not in the tier of Buck Farmer, Alberto Mejia, and Vance Worley, and Bronson Arroyo, like, I'm just sorry, that's, so, um, Chase Anderson feels really mispriced, you know, feel like the guy that people, uh, you know, play in tournaments just because he's totally mispriced, so, uh, yeah, Chase Anderson's a guy I'm gonna have tournament interest in on DraftKings specifically, just because he's you know, totally mispriced, doesn't make a ton of sense, uh, he should probably be around, like, Maybe 6500 so more so in like Jared Eikhoff's range. Just, I don't know, he could be even more expensive, honestly. I just, this is a weird price tag for him. Do not understand that at all. Um, I get he's uh, struggled as of late, but, uh, you know, he was crushing it early in the season, and he's not as bad as uh, these other pitchers in that price tier. I'm sorry. So, 
Again, the recap picture for you, just real quick. Strasburg, he's going to be the cash chalk option. Uh, just plug him in your cash games on both sides. I think he's the guy you want. Uh, Danny Salazar is another guy I like a ton. Granky's going to be the tournament pivot. Um, you know, Darvish, I'm going to stay away from him probably, but he has tournament upside. And then uh, when I get below that main four, uh, I'm not interested in a ton, and it'll be probably just in tournaments. Odorizzi, JC Ramirez, um, Jared Eikhoff, and um, Chase Anderson. And, uh, you know, if I had to pick a cash option, it might be either J.C. Ramirez or Chase Anderson. Only reason for Chase Anderson is because, hey, uh, I don't know, it could get me the bats. So it just depends on roster construction. Uh, that's always something that's important. Um, you know, so it just depends on, you know, lineups and roster construction and what fits your build the best. But those are the pitchers I like on this slate. Uh, let's head over to catcher. Uh, as always, not the biggest fan of catcher today. Um, a lot of catchers are priced up on uh, DraftKings. Uh, we have, um, you know, Alex Avila's. He's he's a guy. Um, you know, he's he's been crushing the ball, but you know, he draws a lefty and Derek Holland, so I mean, he won't get the start. Uh, we got Jonathan Lucroy against uh, a Shrana fly ball guy. I think he's interesting for sure. Um, I think the guys I really like are in the mid three K range, though. Um, there's a bunch of guys I like in here. I like Mike Zanino against the lefty. Uh, I think he's a really good candidate for a home run tomorrow. I like him. Josh Fagley, I think he'll get the start over vote against Steven, uh, CC Spathia. Uh, I like Josh Fagley a lot. I think he's an interesting option. Man, Chris Herman's expensive. I was scrolling down for him. I forgot he's in the 3400 range. Uh, against. It's probably because of the Chase Anderson mispricing. I bet all, you know. Sure, most of the Diamondbacks are pretty expensive besides, you know, the Lamb and Goldschmidt just because probably the mispricing. So, and Diamondbacks are probably going to be a team I don't plan on this slate just because of that. Um, but, yeah, Chris Herman, 3400 uh, I don't think I'll end up paying that price tag on DraftKings. That just seems too much for me. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, catcher again, not a spot I love. I think in, in Andrew Knapp will be interesting or even uh, – Rob, you know, he'll be an interesting option. Anyone against Bronson Arroyo, like, uh, I mean, just going to break the news to you guys as we get into the positions. But, uh, yeah, it's probably Philadelphia Phillies chalk day. Um, I know it probably will be on FanDuel just because they're way too underpriced. And, I mean, there's some underpriced guys on DraftKings as well. But, like, the Phillies have a 5.08 run total, and Steven Strasburg's on the slate, and we're trying to get him in as much as possible. And uh, they're cheap. So, yeah, um, uh I think Philadelphia Phillies chalk day is happening, and we're just going to have to, uh, you know, see how it plays out. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Andrew Knapp or Rupp, they, they could be really interesting options that we could go to. Um, if you need a super cheap punt and you're looking for salary, um, I looked at doing it yesterday, and I didn't do it, and I'm mad I didn't. Is Martin Maldonado because he hit a home run. Uh, but, yeah, Maldonado, he's only 2100 so, like, that's just, you know, a super cheap price tag. So if you want to go there, but... Um, catcher's just a spot I don't absolutely love on this slate. Uh, it'll probably be something I really just focus on, uh, you know, getting guys in my stacks and whatnot. But yeah, it's not a, there's not a ton I love. If I had to pick my favorite one, I I guess it's Mike Zanino, but uh, it's rough. Uh, you know, that's with Salad taking salary into account. Uh, but yeah, I don't don't love catcher on this slate. But that's enough about catcher. Let's head over to the first base position. 
you know, I think my the top option and my top option on the slate, I think, is going to be Miguel Cabrera uh, against Derek Holland. Uh, have have a ton of interest in him. Think he's the uh, the top guy on the slate, and uh, you know, I probably won't pay for like the Joey Votto and Paul Goldschmidt above. I think Miguel Cabrera will be the guy I just mainly pay for. <laughs> And uh, I'm assuming since I love him, he'll be the chalk. Uh, that's just my assumption, though, uh, you know, first look. Um, but I think he's an interesting option. A good pivot off of him, though, uh, is, uh, you know, Hanley Ramirez or, or Mitch Moreland, you know. Um, don't think that's a terrible way to go with those two, uh, those Boston bats. Man, Boston's been hitting the ball well, so I don't think that's a terrible terrible route to go. Um, you can easily pivot to them. The only thing I just hate about uh, first baseman like that is, is like, man, if I build Red Sox stacks, I just have to play a Hanley team and a Mitch Moreland team, and that just gets really annoying really fast. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Miguel Cabrera is definitely my top option at the first base position. Uh, we going down, uh, you know, Carlos Santana against Vargas. I think uh, the Indian stack is a really good stack that I'm gonna have interest in playing, like a Santana and Edwin Carnacion. I think they're good options against Vargas. But again, same situation with the uh, with the Red Sox. If I'm making an Indian stack, I gotta make one uh, a Carlos Santana and then an Edwin Carnacion. So that can be really annoying. Uh, Victor Martinez, uh, I don't love playing him at first base, but he's 3,800 against Derek Holland. Don't hate it, but I think the better option that uh, below the 4K range is Tommy Joseph. Uh, Tommy Joseph against Bronson Royal, he'll likely back cleanup. Have a ton of interest in him. Think he's a really good option. Uh, I like McNapoli, too, against Marco Estrada, fly ball guy. Uh, you know, those Texas bats have been hitting the ball better the last week. I think Mike Napoli is a guy I will, uh, you know, look to uh, maybe in tournaments as like a one-off or in a Texas uh, Rangers stack. Don't think that's a terrible route to go. Uh, but yeah, um, Danny Valencia, he's a good option too. Uh, he's going to get a lefty. Uh, he's traditionally a lefty masher. Valencia hasn't really had the season that, you know, I think it's been expected or the Mariners have been hoping, but, you know, I think he's a good option to put in your Seattle stacks or mini stack it up. Uh, I don't think I'd play him just as a one-off, but I think he's interesting. And another guy like Ricky Weeks for super cheap. I uh, hate how he is first base eligible only, but in the outfield on FanDuel, I like that a lot more. But, hey, he's 2,900. But I don't think that's the smartest route to go, to go 2,900. There's opportunity cost there, you know, with tons of first basemen have interest in um, but if you're looking for a saving at salary, I don't think that's a terrible, um, you know, route to go. But, uh, you know, also Jose Abreu against Buck Farmer. Uh, you know, I, I think the, see, the, um, the, the, sorry, tongue twister, the Chicago White Sox stack. I think the Chicago White Sox stack will be an interesting one to uh, put together uh, against Buck Farmer. So I have interest in Jose Abreu as well. But uh, to recap, my number one guy is Miguel Cabrera. And then... Uh, the second guy I'd probably look to is Tommy Joseph. Um, so yeah, those are my that's my one and two at first base. It's not super loaded today, but it's pretty good. You know, there's good players to take. Also, one last thing I was going to mention was, uh, you know, you Darvish can give up home runs. So if you're looking to be different, you could attack with Kendrick Morales, who's been crushing the ball. But he's the only Blue Jay I'd probably roster against you Darvish um, tomorrow. But I probably won't do it. But if I did, that's who I'd probably play. But all right, back to the uh, you know on, back to the slate on the uh, second base. Uh, we have 
Uh, you know, Daniel Murphy, he's always a good option, even against the lefty. Uh, I don't really care if it's a lefty or righty now with Daniel Murphy. Obviously, I want him more against a righty, but Daniel Murphy's been killing the ball, so he'll, you know, but against lefty, he'll go on their own. Always have interest in him. I think Robinson Cano, uh, even against lefty, is not a bad option, too. Weird that I'm suggesting them both in a row, but, uh, you know, Cano is a guy that, uh, you know, he's he can, he can hit lefties, too. Uh, he doesn't, and I, I just think it's a good option to do it like a Seattle sack. It'll be different. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle had roughs him up early and then we get into that Boston bullpen that's not that good. So I would put Cano only in a Seattle sack. But I'd have, you know, I have interest in that for sure. Um, Jed Lowry is 4500 on DraftKings, which the way he's playing, I, I get it. But, man, that's really expensive. Um, so, yeah, I don't don't think I'll be playing him at that price tag. If he was on the Fanzel slate, I'm sure he'd still only cost $2,300, and, you know, I'd probably be rostering him over there. But, uh, yeah, no, no interest in him at that price tag on DraftKings. Maybe in a Oakland A's stack because uh, it's hard to leave him off. So uh, that's probably the only way I would do that. Uh, Jose Ramirez, uh, I think he's a good option against uh, Vargas. Wouldn't mind going him. Uh, Ian Kinsler, though, is the, uh, I think he's going to be one of the chalk options uh, for $4,200 batting leadoff against Derek Holland. I think he's uh, a guy that tons of people are going to go to. Uh, so Kinsler's a guy I like a lot. Uh, Brandon Drury against Chase Anderson. Uh, Drury's been hitting righties a lot, you know, pretty well this year. And, you know, I could see going Drury depending on his lineup spot, though. That's That always depends with him. <laughs> And then uh, one guy who's super underpriced uh, against the fly ball guy, uh, Marco Strada. I mean, Strada, he's been, <laughs> Strada's been a lot better this year, but, um, you know, I don't know. That 3400 for Odor just doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Uh, it just seems way too underpriced. going to be a guy that I'll look at in cash games. Uh, so, yeah, I think the two cash guys I have my, mo- my most interest in are Kinsler and uh, Odor, if I had to pick. Uh, you know, I think those are two guys I like a lot. And uh, I guess if Cesar Hernandez is batting first, uh, you know, uh, if Cesar Hernandez is batting first uh, against the Bronson Royal, I'll definitely have interest in him at 3,902. Um, so, yeah, but is a guy I'm definitely going to like uh, like a lot for that price tag. Just feels like a mispriced kind of. He should be up more. Um, but, yeah, at second base, let's head over to third. Um, Jake Lamb has been just destroying the baseball lately uh so yeah you know ride the hot streak if you have been i don't know if i'll pay the 5200 price tag again though i've kind of jumped off lamb as of recently so yeah i don't don't know if i'll go to lamb but if you have the money i'm not arguing against it uh you know another guy who's been hitting the ball well is uh, anthony rendon i think he's in a good spot like him uh, but third base, there's not a lot of guys at the top that I'm in love with. Those are good options, but um, I think I'm more so interested in guys below the 4K range. Again, like I said, Jose Ramirez, he's 4.2K, but I, you know, I'll have interest in him. But like a guy like Joey Gallo against Estrada, I like him a lot for 3,900. Um, you know, if he gets his bat on the ball, there's a good chance it's going out of the park. So I like him. Uh, Ethel Longoria against the lefty, uh, you know, that's in a spot for, in a ballpark for righty power. I like him. He's a good option. Todd Frazier against Buck Farmer, 3,700. I think he's a good option. There's a lot of guys in this range. Uh, Kyle Seager, I'll throw him in my Seattle stack if I make one. So $3,700, uh, you know, he's a good guy I'm going to put in there. Mikel Franco, depending on his lineup spot, uh, you know, he's, he might not even be in the lineup sometimes. He's been horrible this, like as of late. But, uh, you know, for 
against Bronson Arroyo. Man, there's no better time to get get it going uh, again than against Bronson Arroyo. So I'll have interest in Mikel Franco, Nick Castellanos against Derek Holland. It's a good spot for him. Uh, I'll definitely have interest in him on the slate uh, for $3,500. He has not been so good lately, but he got the couple days off. So, you know, maybe, you know, hopefully he's mentally right and starting to, uh, you know, you know, figuring it out, but against uh, against Derek Holland, it's a good spot, and uh, you know, I'll throw him in. Probably my Detroit stacks is like a way to be different, and uh, you know, kind of make my my Detroit stacks different. Oh, I, I guess you, if you're not playing Steven Strasburg, kind of like what some people said with Max Scherzer yesterday, if you're not playing Strasburg, you know, I don't mind Ryan Schimpf for thirty two hundred, just because he's like the one power lefty in that lineup that I'm a little scared of. Not 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 hundred percent scared of it, but I could see you know if I had to pick one guy to home run, uh you know it might be Ryan Schimpf. So uh, Ryan Schimpf's like, and if you're not playing Strasburg, you're looking for a cheap one off at third that no one's gonna own to make your lineup different. You know, thirty two hundred for Ryan Schimpf is not a terrible way to go. Um, yeah, I could see going Luis Valbuena. <sighs> not something I'll do, but I know people have been, you know, uh, he was like kind of chalky there day, and I played him, so, uh, yeah, no, don't play Luis Valbuena, sorry for recommending that, that guy's the worst, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, against Vance Worley, though, man, Vance Worley's not that great, so, uh, yeah, I don't know, won't be playing much Angels, though, unless his name is Mike Trout, but uh, let's head over to shortstop, it's enough, enough about third base, uh, Shortstop, there's a lot of guys at the top I like. Uh, Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner, Francisco Lindor, Gene Segura. I think those guys from 4500 to 4900 I have a ton of interest in. I'm not paying $4,600 for Chris Owings, but you know between those four guys, Bogarts, Trey Turner, Lindor, and C- uh, Segura, oh, man, it's tough to choose which one will be you know my favorite at the top. They're all guys I like a lot. Um but again, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll be paying my money there. That's the thing, because there's some cheap guys that I like that might be good for salary savers. Uh, you know, even though I like these four guys, I think I'll mainly uh, keep them the tournament just because there's some cheapies that I'll probably have more interest in, depending on their lineup spots. But if I had to pick, tell me to pick the order I'd roster them. It'd probably be Trey Turner 1, Lindor 2, um... Hmm. Bogarts three and Segura four. So yeah, that's the order I'd probably go with it. Um, but yeah, let's get uh, below the four uh, K range. I think Tim Anderson, depending on his lineup spot, if he's batting first, I got interest in him. Elvis Andrews, uh, thirty five hundred. Uh, you know, I'll probably play him in a Texas stack if I do it. Texas just seems really cheap on DraftKings, so I think it's a good, you know, might be a sneaky stack to go with Strasburg just because of their price tag. Some of the guys just seem underpriced, so uh, I think Elvis Andrews is an interesting option for thirty five hundred. But now we're at the uh, cheap guys. You look at uh, Freddie Galvis. Uh, um, if he's batting second against Bronson Arroyo for 3K, if he's batting second, uh, I'll definitely play, you know, definitely have interest in him. If he's batting eighth, no thanks. Um, but, uh, you know, for for that price tag of, uh, you know, 3K, I think he's a really good option if he's batting second, but just depends on his lineup spot, obviously. Uh, but the guy that I think a lot of the people end up playing is Tim Beckham. He's only $2,800. Uh, you know, this is just a spot that he was pretty chalky yesterday. I assume he'll be chalky again against Mejia, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of people go back to the well and kind of, um, kind of like what Dean said on, uh, 
programmers live yesterday was uh you know i think it was dean who said it but someone said it uh it was max scherzer uh you know kai comes packaged with uh tim beckham so uh you know it's not a not a bad thing to do strasburg and package him with beckham when you're building your cash lineups because it just helps make things easier um but anyways it makes a ton of sense to do that but onto the outfield position a lot, a lot i like at shortstop so you know you can either pay up pay down but onto the outfield uh you know we have uh a ton of guys at the top. Uh, Mike Trout, he's good at baseball. If you want to roster him, roster him. I'm sure he'll go. Un- I'm sure he'll just go under own, just because people won't have salary. Uh, so if you want to go him, go him. He's good at baseball. Um, I just never have the money to play him, uh, even though I love, I like him a lot. But uh, I just never have the money to play him. Um, Bryce Harper against a lefty. Uh, I probably won't end up playing him either. Uh, you know, just. And he's a guy, if you play in your Washington stack, he'll just go on her own just because of that, too. So, uh, you know, if you're stacking up Washington, make sure not to forget him just because he's a, you know, obviously really good hitter. J.D. Martinez, I think, is the guy that people have a ton of interest at 5,100 or like a Mookie Betts. You know, he's another guy um, in another good matchup. But the guy that I have the most interest in up to top is Nelson Cruz for $4,800. Like him a ton. Uh, you know, against the lefty, I think it's a really good spot for him. Uh, it's bang one over the monster. So uh, Nelson Cruz, a guy I like a ton. Uh, and there's, uh, you know, uh, Chris Davis with a K at 4,500 uh, against CC Zabathia. I think he's in a really good spot. Uh, you know, he's burned me a ton this season, but I think I will definitely go back to the well on this one, 4,500. Uh, there's a lot of guys in this range out there that I just think are like, pretty overpriced that I don't want to pay this salary for like you know Corey Dickerson uh even David Peralta I don't want to pay 4600 but I think he's a good play Adam Duvall Jackie Bradley Jr. Scott Shepler man they're just like too expensive man I don't really want to play them uh I think Max Kepler is a good one-off tournament option against Jake Odorizzi I have interest in him you know you could play Avisel Garcia don't mind him <laughs> Uh, Avisale is a you know a uh, you know good good power option and you know I think it won't be owned at all. I think you got like Nomar Mazzara against Estrada uh, like him. He's a little more priced up than the other Texas bats, but I like him for sure on this slate. Uh, gonna have interest in him. Um, then we go to uh, you know Alfier for the Phillies forty two hundred. Um, he might be a guy from the Phillies that people don't play just because of that price tag. So maybe he makes it different. No, it depends on his lineup order, though. Just that Phillies lineup, just be sure to look out for that because that's going to tell us a lot with this slate uh, for sure. So, yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Uh, Justin Upton and Derek Collin. Man, love that price tag of 3900 on DraftKings and on Fandle for $3,100. Uh, I'm sure I'll be playing him in most of my laps. Love, love me some Justin Upton, and he's hitting the ball well. So against Derek Holland, uh, sign me up. Uh, Melky Cabrera for 3100 against Buck Farmer. Don't mind him. Uh, as a you know tournament option, Jason Worth. I'm sure he'll be batting second against Richard. I think he's a good guy that we could go to uh, on the slate. Send Choo Choo again. Uh, you know, just the cheap Rangers, $3,500. Uh, just depends, uh, you know, if he's going to be in the lineup or not. Um, so, yeah, if he's batting first for $3,500, you got to have interest in that, I would assume. And, you know, depending who's batting first for Arizona, you know, either Gregory Blanco or Raymond Fuentes, uh, they're just cheap outfielders that we should be looking at uh, on the slate. So another another guy 
I'd have some interest in, or like a Raji Davis if he's batting first against CC uh, for thirty five hundred. Again, that's you know just the, you know we're looking for these guys who are batting towards the top of the lineup who are you know cheap. So yeah, he's another guy you could have interest in, or even like a Mark Canha for the A's. Think he's got you know another guy you could be interested in. Um, the slate, uh, another, where is he? Uh, I think he's 2,900 on DraftKings. I know he's 2,600 on Fatal. There he is, Abdubal Herrera. Yeah, he's 2,900. Um, yeah, he's going to be a guy that I think is going to be like a cash game stable for a lot of people. Um, he's, if he's batting, depends where he's batting in the order. Um, depends on C, I guess Cesar Hernandez injury. Again, keep an eye out for where he's batting. But if he's batting in like the top, like, Five, I think Herrera is going to be pretty chalky and a guy that you're going to want in your cash games for 2900 So, yeah, even though he hasn't been playing so well lately, I think you should, uh, you know, make sure to have him in your cash games because it'll just help make your Strasburg builds easier and help you get in guys like Miguel Cabrera I was talking about earlier who I absolutely love on this slate. It'll help you get those good bats uh, as well. So it's all about the roster construction, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, outfield got a bunch of different guys that uh, – you know that I like, but yeah, let's move on to the uh, you know the uh, last segment, the stack of the day. Um, so yeah, going through the slate, I mentioned some some stacks that I like, um, but uh, probably yeah, this is tough. Sorry, I, you know uh, the chalk stack is probably the Phillies. I'm guessing just because of the price tag and Bronson Arroyo, um, but I'm not gonna say that. Hmm, which stack do I want to go with? Sorry, gonna put me on the spot. I forgot. I forgot that I was doing this. Um, the stack of the day part. Um, so I want to say, I think it depends on the lineup. But um, hmm, depends on the lineup. You know, I'm just gonna do it. I'll go with the Tigers. I think the Tigers are one. Up. I'm just gonna keep attacking uh, at the time when when they got this lineup. If they don't have Miguel Cabrera, which he sat today, which I thought he played the second game in the double header. Um, I thought he was going to play the second game, but he didn't. So for some reason, Miguel Cabrera doesn't play. That'll have me pretty, uh, yeah. That'll have me pretty worried, and I'll be really annoyed. Um, I'll just be like, won't like the lineup as much. But I think uh, the Tiger stack is one I'm going to have interest in. If Miguel Cabrera is not in the lineup, I'll say my stack that they will be the Cleveland Indians against Jason Vargas. I think they're going to go like pretty under own, and people aren't going to really look at them just because they're like going to be a 4-10 game. And uh, you know, just 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 reasons to like them as well as like their run totals high, 4.79. Um, Vargas uh, is a good, you know, it's a good matchup for them against Vargas. And on top of that, uh, their lineup won't be out for a while because it's a 4-10 game. So uh, it's one of the last games on the slate. So yeah, like their lineup won't come out for a while and people won't look at that. So that'll just make them go under room for that reason as well. So those are two stacks I like. So I'll give you both of them. Uh, Tiger stack and Indian stack have interest in them. But yeah, if there's no Miguel Cabrera for some odd reason, uh, then I'm not as, uh, not as excited about the Tiger stack. But those are my two favorite stacks. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Uh, again, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, just give me a follow on Twitter uh, at Travis Mangone. And, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, T R A V I S M A N G O N E. Uh, give me a follow and let me know what you guys, uh, you know. Let me know if you have any questions and see if my opinions on the slate have changed. And, uh, you know, I'll be happy to uh, give them to you. Again, thanks a lot for listening, and I'll see you guys later. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. 
Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. The end. Mommy, let's read another. Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. Save the Children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime.